from 99.9 The Fan. This is The Drive with Tim Donnelly. Sponsored by Coach Pete at Capital Financial Advisory Group. Visit us at CapitalFinancialUSA.com. Check us out on YouTube. Look up 99.9 The Fan on YouTube. 99.9 The Fan Raleigh to make it easier. Smash that subscribe button. Leave the comments. It's fi- I finally got, by the way, speaking of the comments on YouTube, I finally, finally got some people in Panthers comment land to understand where we were coming from with Derek Carr versus, say, Will Levis. Like, I had, like two comments are like, well, when you put it like that, yeah, man. He's in his prime. He's not like the other veteran QBs that were stopgaps. You can actually win in this division with Derek Carr as your QB. We'll talk to Darren Gant, Panthers.com, about that at the top of the hour. Also, shout out to Lewis and Mark over at WREL. They announced their new show called Triangle in Two. It'll debut Monday at 5 o'clock, which I have questions. Are you competing with us, Lewis and Mark? You're going with your show live at 5? I'm sorry. We do the live podcasts. I feel like we're going to have to start some radio beef with our colleagues over at WRAL. You done messed up, A.A. Ron! You wanna, why don't you debut it at 6? You want to go go to war with you, me? You, Lewis, Mark, we're kind of busy at 5? Pumping out content? Maybe wait till 6? Ruffle the lion's feathers. All right. I mean, if you want if you want to go to war with your friends at 99.9 The Fan, we'll go. Although, actually, Dennis, you probably don't want to because you and Mark are like Steelers guys. I didn't know that about him. Oh yeah, Mark. Yeah, Mark does. Wait, the, hold on. Mark is Steelers guys doing a podcast with a Bengals guy and Lewis. Yeah, that strange, doesn't sound right? like it's gonna last. Yeah, because Mark also does the Believe that there's like a there's like a bazillion podcast networks. Yeah. So he does one called the Believe in Steelers. Oh yeah. So he does that as well. So oh, okay. I don't know. Maybe you guys can commiserate over Kenny Pickett. I have no idea. Maybe. Let's answer some hate show questions. Joe cracked the door. Brought to you by Oak City Sports Cards, oakcitycards.com. First one comes from Daniel. Hey, Joe, what's your 40 time? Or how many seconds in before you pull or tear something? Uh, Last time I ran a 40 was at the Carolina Panthers Play 60 Park up there in, like, North Raleigh somewhere. I forgot the name of the park. But I was at, it was like last summer, I think it was, when they debuted it, or maybe two summers ago. It was the heart of the pandemic. Right, yeah. it was It was in the you heart of the Lauren pandemic. You and Lauren went out, and yes. you ran, you had the, yes. they had the big flashing timer like they do at the combine. That's pretty cool. They did, they did. I want to say I was like nine something in the 40. No. Nine something? <laughs> no. I'm sorry, did you walk it? I think so. I have to go back and look no, at the video. No, you did not run a nine. Or was it 40. six? Six seconds. Yeah, that sounds bad. Maybe it was closer to six seconds. All I know is that uh, my younger son, Jacob, went against me in the 40 time, and that kid beat me off the block. The only reason why I beat him in the 40, he was, uh, when we did that, he must have been nine years old. Hmm. The only reason why a nine-year-old didn't beat me is that I actually have longer legs than him. I beat him on sheer just, I got a longer stride than you, buddy. Maybe if I try it now, he would beat me for real, though. Have you done a 40 recently, Joe? No. Dennis, have you done a 40 recently? Recently, no. When's the last time you did a 40? No, probably back in, like, timed 40 was yeah, probably my 40. senior year of college. Hand-timed? <laughs> yeah, hand-timed. <laughs> yeah, hand- five. Yeah. 
No, you know, hand timed. You know, <laughs> I think the fastest I ever did was a four eight. Okay, okay. I'm slow, man. So I don't. I'm not. I'm not trying to act like I would do well at the forty. I'm a distance guy. Distance. Sneaky Dist- speed. Distance being like you know, a five k. All right. Next up. I got proposition for you. From Samuel, name a new non-traditional rivalry that will be created in ACC ACC football due to the disillusion. Dissolution. Dissolution. Yeah. He's not disillusioned. I'm about to say, I'm like, disillusioned. No, he's not disillusioned. Dissolution. I'm about dissolution of yeah. divisions. I'm about to say, like, we are we like disillusioned. What like, new okay. rivalry will be born? Will be born. Without divisions. Yes. Yeah. Non-traditional rivalry. I feel like NC State and Virginia Tech could have some beef now that they're going to see each other some regularly. They're very similar. It's interesting you say Virginia Tech. I actually think it's Virginia Tech Clemson. They'll be seeing each other regularly, too. Yes. But... They're not quite in Clemson's class anymore. <laughs> no, they're not. There was a time where they could have been. Correct. Maybe they can get up to that point. I feel like Florida State's got to find new beef. They, they just want to beef with Jim Phillips. Clearly. That's it. Clearly. That's all they care about. Um, so maybe that is the non-traditional rivalry. Florida State <laughs> versus the office. But, but that is more tradition than not. <laughs> yeah. You know? That's a valid point. They've kind of been on that that's for one for a point. while. So. That's a valid point. Florida State, Boston College. Yeah, I know they were in the same division, but now they're just like, hey, you're taking our money. <laughs> get, get out of here. <laughs> I do agree with you with State, Virginia Tech. Yeah. They yeah. should play more. They should. They've play always more. should have played more. They're more. They're more like not this weird, weird, weird angst that they then, have with North Carolina. And then of course, remember Duke and State played during the pandemic in an empty building, and I just couldn't get over how much the two teams disliked each other. I was like, why? You, that that's, <laughs> you never see each other. So why are you beefing right now? Yeah, that's that's simmers, man. That's been simmering. All right, next up. From Piper, hey Joe, who has the better hairpiece, Lenardi or Dom Capers? I'll sit back and listen. Yo, come on now, man. <laughs> come on. <laughs> is no <laughs> Lenardi's is not a hairpiece, right? I'm not good at that, by the way. I'm not good at identifying a hairpiece. All I know is Bill Self has the greatest rug going. Is that a piece? Yes, that's the best one. How can you tell? Is it because he has no part? Uh, you've had you had to have had studied it since like 08. Oh. But it's like one of the, the people who covered him were like it's the best one. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Hmm. Now look. You got I feel like you got to do what you got to do, but at the same time there's technology now. Yeah. That will allow you to regrow hair. It's expensive, but it's possible. Like Tom Brady was losing his hair. And then magically, he goes off once one off season, and he comes back with luscious locks. That wasn't lost on me, okay? Germany, right? No, it was New York. New actually. York. Oh. It was New York. Uh, he knew where it, was Cousin Yuri uh, again. Now maybe where did cousin, Manning go? I don't know. <laughs> where did Joe Buck go? Poor Joe well, Buck. No, Joe Buck's openly talked about hair transplant surgeries that he almost died. Yeah. So look, man, I'm not gonna knock it. You hold it on the best way you can hold on. As evidenced by me. Next up. Yeah! From Blanton. Hey, Joe. If the NFL instituted a fan's choice vote where, let's say, in the seventh round, fans were able to vote on the remaining draft picks and the winner will be chosen, what fan base would be best or worst at it and how might it shake up current mock drafts? Ooh. Who would be the – who's the best at eating tape on YouTube? 
That's a good question. I, I think that's a trick question. I don't think any fan base yeah, is good at they would never all 22. But they would never pick someone other than their own team. What do you mean? Our own players, right? Like, like uh, an NC State fan is not going to advocate for. Oh, sure. Josh Downs, not that sure. he's going to make it to the seventh round, but you sure. know what I mean. Yeah, no, that makes sense. Yeah, all the fan bases would have their college biases, and they would just argue over, you know, this guy just needs a chance, and that would be the case. So yeah, maybe yeah, it would break the internet. That would be fun to see. So they, they would, would all be terrible at it, is what I'm saying. They would. You're right. <laughs> I completely agree with you. But it can't be any worse than say Sean Payton, who's used the last pick in the draft just to spite the Panthers. I mean, there's a story. I forgot. Who, I forgot who the player was, but he ended up being a Mister Irrelevant because he because Sean Payton got wind that the Panthers were going to give him a free agent contract. They're like, hey, look, looks like you're not going to get drafted. We're ready to give you this deal. Apparently, Sean Payton found out about it and just to be a jerk, drafted the guy, even if he didn't think it was good. I feel like Brock Purdy has broken that term, right? What, Mr. Irrelevant? Yeah. Yeah, I'm with like, yeah. There's only seven rounds. You got thousands of guys playing college football. Even if you're the last pick of the draft, yeah. you're still pretty good. Next up. Yeah! From Nick. Hey, Joe, who would get the double buys in a candy-based ACC tournament? I have I have thoughts. So we we need four double buys. Yeah. Uh, well, Wait, Reese, first of all, we need fifteen candies. You do need fifteen candies. That's easy to do. But I think Reese's would be the overall number one seed for sure. Okay. Um, I'm a big fan of Cadbury cream eggs. Mm. Those would get a double buy. Twix has got a solid one-two punch. Uh, it's a solid one-two punch. Uh, I don't know. I like what you did there. Thanks. Uh, yeah. No Snickers. No. Nope. Really? Yeah. Not a, not a Snickers guy. Nor am I a Milky Way guy. Hershey's, Milky Way is a solid set. Hershey's Special Dark, that gets into a double buy. Uh, I don't know. That's like Clemson. Hershey's. Yeah, I was going to say. That's the Clemson. Hershey's, Hershey's Special Dark? Hershey's Special Dark. Wait, Dude, I love Hershey's you, Special what Dark. What are you going by here? And then there's Mr. Good Bar. No. Can, can I get how a whole? We, how can did I get, we get a whole? Down this rabbit hole. Can, can I get of a whole? And Mr. Right, right, can I get a whole? There's bag, so many other candies. Can I get a whole bag of miniatures? Mounds, almond joy. I do like almond. Peppermint joy. patty. It's like the transfer portal. The hundred yeah. grand, which is the all-time greatest. A oh, hundred grand gets a double buy. Well, it's, there's also a Fifth Avenue that has peanut butter in it too. Like anything that's peanut butter based is gonna go into my double buy. Okay, straight up. Re- we agree on Reese's. We all agree on Reese's. All right, let's be a selection committee right now. How can I? How can I talk you into Snickers not getting a double buy? Because it's, it's the most popular brand yeah, for sure. Snickers, it's the power brand Snickers for sure. The, Snickers is the Carolina. Snick, no, of Snickers this is the Kentucky. Are you of, sure? Of, they're, of, they're, they're just going to get in on name alone, right? But this is so ACC tournament Carolina. Based. Oh, AC, then they are Carolina if it's yeah, the that, ACC tournament. Yeah, that would be the case. What, somebody, what would be the Duke royalty? What would be the Duke snobbery? A Hershey bar. Your your was it the hundred? Your grand? stupid. Chocolate dark? No, 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 no. I know what you, I got you. I got you. So, Duke is Godiva. There you go. Oh, there you go. Because they make those squares now. My mom gets those. They have like a little caramel, a little raspberry in there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's Duke. Yeah. Duke is Godiva. Straight up. I got no, I got no beef with Godiva. It goes in. I I like Godiva. It gets a double buy. They get the double buy. Yeah. We need one more though. As long as you grant me Snickers, we only need one more. All right, I'll grant you Snickers. Peanut M and M's, regular M and M's. I do like peanut M and M's better than regular. Cox, M&Ms. peanut M and M's. I'm a peanut butter M M&M and M guy, but peanut M and M's are like health food. Are they? <laughs> yeah, it's like you get protein out of that, man. 
Are they? Totally. That's how I. When it's oh, it's ACC tournament time next week. <laughs> I am fueled by coffee and peanut M and M's. That is my fuel. What's the NC State of candy? <laughs> the one that constantly disappoints. <laughs> the one that you're like, this that, is it. This is going to be. Oh, this is going to be a delicious one. The it's one that hasn't one. been good in forty years. That's. The- <laughs> The Reggie Jackson bar. Jolly Ranchers. Oh, 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 oh Henry. <laughs> oh, Henry. Oh, Henry. Are they the Mallow Cups? Is that what yeah, Mallow Cups might be the one. Peeps. They're peeps. Oh, they're peeps. Sounds good in theory. It's the OG alongside Joe Giglio. I'm Joe Ovias. If you missed anything from today's show, check it out on the best of the OG podcast. Check us out on YouTube as well. Look up 99.9 The Fan on YouTube. Speaking of Duke and Carolina on Saturday. Carlos Boozer is going to come as a shock to you. Is picking one team. We'll tell you which one that is. That's a shocker. That's a great tease, Joe. Next. <laughs> For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Check us out on YouTube. Look up 99.9 The Fan on YouTube. Smash that subscribe button the same way that Jillio smashes Snickers bars. And how I will be destroying peanut M&Ms at the ACC tournament next week. But before we get to the ACC tournament, there's a Duke-Carolina game on Saturday. And this one is intriguing because Carolina really needs this one again. And Duke is the opponent they can do it with again. But Carlos Boozer was on with Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max earlier today. And I know this is going to come as a shock to you, but he likes Duke over UNC. It's going to be a good one. I got Duke. I got to go with my Blue Devils. Um, I'll tell you. They've won five in a row. They're playing the best basketball they've played all season, and they're healthy, right? So they they still got the captain, Jeremy Roach. Filipowski's been the most impressive and most consistent of all the freshmen. Um, Also, but Lively's coming on strong. Whitehead's coming on strong. The kid Proctor is a a pro. He's got great poise, the kid from Australia. They're doing a good job of playing. And Shire's in a really good job in his first year. Think about it, 16-0 at Cameron in his first year. Very impressive. The Tar Heels probably got one of the best backcourts in college basketball in R.J. Davis and Caleb Love. You saw how much damage they did last year in the tournament. They got Armando Baycott, who's the best big guy we have in the conference. So it's gonna it's, it's, it's been tough to win on the road um, all season long for all the teams in the ACC. Challenge is going to be very high, but I got the Blue Devils edging them out by a couple points. That's Carlos Boozer on Keyshawn J. Will and Max earlier today. And, and Boozer is right. Home teams have been dominant this season. It's actually at a higher percentage. I think it's at 65%. 65% of home teams have been have been winning this season. Um, I'm with Boozer, though. And it's it's I've been bullish on Duke. What? Oh, I, I blanked there because when he said Carolina had the best backcourt, I thought he was. I got you. I got confused because I'm like, you've been picking Duke this whole time. What do you mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm and I'm with Boozer in here in that I do like Duke in the way that they've been yeah. playing and they understand who they are. Yeah. And Mike Shevsky said that um, uh, Keyshawn J. Will and Max, and I I agree with that. Yeah. I think Duke has a as a clear, they have a clear thought of what they are as a team, especially with Roach back. They have a leader. They have a bus driver. 
and that was missing early in the year. And you now you're starting to see that talent kind of seep through. Proctor, while not you know one of these you know crazy lottery picks no. that we're used to at Duke, is still a talented player. Lively, while not you know one of these crazy talented Paolo Bancaros, you're starting to see his value as a defender. You're starting to see his value as a rebounder. And Filipowski had to do a lot of the heavy lifting, and now he's in a position where he's a bonus. Like, think of how nice of a luxury that is for for John Shire. So let me ask you this. What is Carolina? I know what Duke is. Yeah. What is Carolina? That's the struggle because he said they had one of the best backcourts in college basketball. They did last year. Mm -hmm. They don't this year. No. Those players have not been on the same page this year. And then, you know, quite frankly. We've seen it better at State. We've seen it better at Wake Forest. We've seen it better at other places. But quite frankly, I was more impressed with the way that Carolina played at Florida State than almost any other game this year. And maybe that's my own personal bias of wanting Nance to come on and mm-hmm. wanting Leaky Black to do more on the offensive end. Now, can you play that same way and get the normal 15, 16 points and 10, 12 rebounds from Baycott? You do that, now all of a sudden you're cooking with gas. you know. Because to me, Carolina has been a team searching for its identity this whole season, trying to get everyone on the same page, and it just hasn't been done, uh, save for the Clemson game in Chapel Hill. And, you know, for their own – I I want teams to live their best life. I know people don't believe me when I say that, but I do want to see teams live their best life. We all deserve the chance to see what we could be at our best. And Carolina, I think, has turned a corner to making that happen for themselves. Question. Is this Baycott's last game at UNC in Chapel Hill? Well, he has another year of eligibility because of covid I would imagine he'll play professional basketball. I would imagine. I would imagine that. I would too, imagine. Yeah. But that doesn't mean he couldn't use that year somewhere else next year. That doesn't mean he be could come back to Carolina next year. He let could me, do those things. Let me ask it a different way. If you're Hubert Davis, head coach at North Carolina, do you want this group back in if, any capacity? Because technically, the only senior is Leaky Black. <laughs> Six year, fifty. Well, he's his he, eligibility he is, is el- exhausted let me, let me, after this. Say, yes. You and I were talking about this earlier and how COVID's really screwed up how we talk about things. So to rephrase, Leaky Black is the only key guy who cannot come who back. cannot come who does back. not have the ability. If you're Hubert, if you're Hubert Davis, do you want R.J. Davis, Caleb Love, or Armando Baycott to come back? I think if it's just Baycott and looking at the roster next year, <laughs> I think you probably take that. Just Baycott. I think you probably take. I would say none of them. Hmm. I would say none of them. Well, I don't know what they would do. I'm just saying if he individually said, you know what? I'm coming back. I can make a decent amount of money. Again, yeah. we talked about this with Devin Leary. We why he went to Kentucky. It's we the did. same pre- premise. Yeah. Sam Hartman going to Notre Dame. It's the same premise. If if Ronald Baycott wants to go somewhere else next year, yeah. because he feels like he can make a, he can make a million dollars and play basketball and maybe do it without the pressure of being in Chapel Hill and, and, and you know, I, I, no one should begrudge him that. Fair enough. 